What's up, my guys? We are back. This is the Juice Box with episode 60. A little quick, fun trivia for the number 60. It is the smallest number that is the sum of two odd primes in six different ways. So quick maths for you. I hope everybody had a nice Thanksgiving. Um, Tiggy Nation's got some the cocoa right now, so we are doing a little Skype action. I hope you all enjoy the episode. I was – when I was like 20, I was like 135, 140, and now I weigh 180. It's yeah. like fucking nuts. Just well, cultivating mass. It's just – it's crazy like, because I don't feel that different, but then I, when I think – see like old pictures from when I was like 21, I look like a fucking – I look like I was like 17. You do, dude. Every time I see – older pictures of you i'm like damn he, he legit looks like a little kid there i know mm-hmm. you're not obviously no. and i used to get pissed when they asked me is this really you and your id like are you really 21 i'd get so pissed and now that i look back i'm like well fucking look at me i look like a fucking six-year-old well dude that's that's one reason why i wish i never would have <clears throat> deleted my facebook so early on because there's one picture that i can distinctly remember I think it was it had to be junior year. It was Park's homecoming, I think. And I went and that was right after I was sick. And I literally don't even look like myself. Like I'm so skinny in that picture to where if you would put that up against a picture of me now, there could be an argument that that's not even the same person. I remember the first first day you were back to school in math class i was like holy shit like i could easily tell i was like dude like <laughs> it was crazy happened? no it was, like wow. crazy. jake accidentally wore think about this accidentally wore one of my school shirts to school and it fit Love when it. he had mono and i was 10 i was twice as small when i was a fucking what year was that jake uh junior, junior. you so were a junior you- I was a freshman, and he wore one of my shirts. Like, that's crazy. Well, it it was wild, though, because, like, I just didn't eat. And I would try to eat, and I couldn't eat. My stomach would either hurt or anything like that. So I'd basically be posted up in my bed or laying on the couch or or whatever whatever it may be. But then I'd go to stand up to pee or, like, go upstairs, and I would just be so dizzy – because I haven't eaten anything, but I just couldn't eat anything. Honestly, dude, I want mono again. Anybody that has mono, just come kiss me or lick me or do something. Because I need to lose a quick 20. It would be nice. At least I have until 2022 as of now. That's when Neil's wedding is. So he's given me a little room to cut down some weight. But if it has to be now, let's just do it now. Let's get this over with. Might as well. Just fucking get sick for the hell of it since that's the theme of this year. Yeah. Uh, you know what I've realized? Because we're still young, but like obviously. But 20, like being 25 and I've been going – I'm going back to the gym. Like I'm actually working out like I used to again. It's crazy just like in a few years span how much harder it is to get back into it. You know what I mean? 
like just just being a few years older. It's like hard because like realistically, when I was like 20, 21, and I I could go to the gym for like three weeks and do fucking curls and shoulder presses and just look good. But like I got to do a lot now. You know what I mean? It's crazy. I think well, it's just because I'm a little thick boy now. I guess I don't know. Yeah, and I mean. <clears throat> I guess I didn't realize because I used to go to the wellness all the time, but it was just kind of built into my day. And, and I didn't really have to put any effort towards wanting or needing to go to the wellness. And now trying to get back into a rhythm of just going and, and working out again, like just COVID aside, like not even talking about that, just normal routine. It, I mean, it is it's so hard for me mentally to be like, Hey Jake, you're going to carve 30 minutes out of your day, which is literally nothing 30 mm-hmm. minutes out of your day to work out and do this. And, and I just, I don't know. I just mentally battle myself and yeah. my fucking mind wins every time. I agree. I, agree I haven't even hit the gym. I haven't been in a gym lifting weights since 2013. All right. Great question. Great question. How much do you think you could bench right now? What is the most that you think you could throw up? 135 you can do more than that Uh, i'm telling you dude like it's different like bench press like people with a smaller wingspan have a bench press advantage my arms are so long yeah that that's always really affected me on the bench i'm telling you i think that was i what what is that would that be just 145 45 on each side it's 135 Okay. Yeah. So the big one on each side. So yeah. Just, I probably actually I probably couldn't even do that. Oh yes, you could. You could. All of everyone. Everyone. You, dude, the, the bench was never my strong, strong suit. I never. It's crazy because like I'm a short guy and you'd think I'd be able to. Like squatting has is just hard, as fuck. Like just people who have strong. I feel like you're literally. I don't want to say you're born with it, but you're just people are just have their genetics as to what's their strongest point you know what i mean like some people can have chicken legs and fucking squat 315 pounds like it's nothing like it's just it makes no sense to me you know what i mean well dude i i I feel like one of the the only things that i was good at which is so weird but it was always incline bench press like everything else like i felt like i always fucking struggled with all the time and you know it is what it is but then i'd get on the incline and i'd be like i feel like i'd just be fucking lifting up and down and then i'd try to do it normally benching and i feel like my shoulders were gonna pop out of their sockets because i'm a little bitch yeah and then we have tiggy nation the the cross-country runner over here yeah which is crazy but yeah running hard haven't been able to run for a while but um yeah, like, I just I just try to get out there, but I don't yeah. I don't run that far. I run like you know a couple miles. Yeah, just call but, it a day. But still, it's just like running. It goes back to what I was just saying with being strong. Like running is hard. It's, it's legit hard. hard. It's tiring, and it's like hard to get into that like shape too. Yeah, it's hard to get into like running shape. Like, I mean, literally, like I I've I've run very on and off the past like three years. And it's like it takes you like a month plus to like run every single fucking day, like mile to two mile plus every single day to get like where it's like, okay, this isn't that bad, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, how how many how many days in a row 
can you not run for you to still be able to because because I feel like like you just said the month build up the two month build up whatever it may be but I feel like after and I could be wrong but after like two to three days I feel like you'd be completely out of whack if you didn't run out of it um I could see I could see that to a degree um because usually like without running and stuff like that helps me kind of like stay in shape in terms of like weight and stuff so like if I don't I'm probably gaining weight but currently right now I'm like sick yeah and it's freezing outside so I'm like I think I'm gonna be all right when I try and run next week but yeah yeah it's I would say yeah I would say you can fall off really quickly and it's just something you need to like constantly do every single like every day every other day like two days off max to like stay in like good shape because you're gonna see time fall off your you're gonna see you know, increase times every time. Yeah. Well, since, okay. since you live in the city now, um, you moved to downtown Wheeling and yeah. you, have the new, you have the new background where, um, got the sick view there. are, are you going to end up kind of just running these streets downtown now? Or are you going to still chase that dog every day? Um, you know, probably <laughs> hit the dog once a week. Uh, and, um, I don't know, I'll probably run along the river, probably run along the river on yeah, that little trail nice there. Use. It's a good nice trail use on the river. Yeah. Yeah, maybe get some Pokemanes in the go. Cause remember, by the waterfront, you a lot can swipe all the spots. In. Yeah, yeah for sure. I How was running that? on a treadmill for a while, like every really? day, like two miles. And I just stopped doing it. I think running on a treadmill feels unnatural. Yeah. Like it doesn't – I don't know. It hurts know. my knees like, a bit. Yeah, yeah for it sure. hurts, and then like you get this weird fucking – like, if I go and run two miles outside, I don't have this feeling in my legs when I'm done that I'm, like, still running. You know what I mean? I don't know how to describe it, but the treadmill makes you fucking feel weird when you get off. Kind of like when you're on a boat for too long. You get off off and you're just like, you feel like you're rocking still. Yeah. No, dude, I I know exactly what you mean, though, because when I moved back from the beach, we had a treadmill in the garage at home, and and I would use that every day, and it's like... When you like, I could walk on it fine, but when you run on it, it's like that unconscious thing in the back of your head, like holy shit, if I do one wrong step, I'm fucking shooting off yeah. and and breaking my leg or head or whatever it is. So I I completely understand yeah. what you mean. It's it's such a different different type of I guess thing than being outside, which sounds so odd, but it, it it's crazy what a difference it makes. Yeah, I don't I don't fuck with the treadmill to be quite honest, and and. Right, we probably won't get one for uh, our new house here once we're moved in, but we did get a bike. Oh, a yeah. Bike. See, I'd much rather ride a bike. I have PTSD from treadmill. Really? From back in the day. <laughs> you try we to ride a va- skateboard on it? No, we were on vacation, and I was a little kid. <laughs> uh, we were up at Lake Erie, actually, with the with Nick. Um, I We were just messing around on the treadmill, and I was running on it trying to – be a hard ass like I was when I was a little kid and I just we put it too fast and I just straight up head butted like <laughs> fell and head butted the treadmill and flew off and had a mark on my forehead the rest of the vacation first of all we didn't put it too fast we turned it all the way to the max speed yeah Dude. so I don't even know what that was JT was on it and we cranked it up and literally the entire rest of the vacation he yeah. had the tread indented in his head and that's where no, the uh, tread had next oh yeah yeah it was yeah I, like uh, was it a one of the burns is what you're yeah, saying and you could see like the bumps of the treadmill yeah like, you know what i mean yeah and they called me treadhead and like they'll still <laughs> if i see like 
you know, the parents around and I haven't seen them in years. They'll, it's still like a story that's brought up. It's so funny. Like, that's funny because yeah. that's yeah. funny because like I wonder what the max speed was because remember like when when Chase was on with you guys and stuff and told the story about like the treadmill with at WU and stuff like that and like that that one could go like to twenty miles per hour and yeah yeah I like the ones that like the YMCA here in Wheeling or something like that they go yeah. to like twelve miles per hour max and stuff which is yeah. still like very very fast but just think like twelve I mean you're like sprinting the whole time like and then like you gotta add five on top of that. I don't even know how it's physically like, capable to be running yeah. that tread out. And then there's those treadmills that are like, you power them. Have you seen those? Yeah, this? I would say that shit's got to be hard as fuck. And like you can track and like I remember Chad Johnson, shout out Ocho Senko. He always tweets yeah. it on on Twitter and stuff. And he's and he'll tweet the time and he literally sprints for like 20 seconds max. But he's like looking like a fucking gazelle. Like he's running yeah. down the seam, That's, you know? Yeah. And he's it's like, crazy. yeah, I got twenty, I got twenty point five today on the tread, and I'm like, that is insane. Yeah, absolutely nuts. <laughs> Wait, so it's literally just like a belt, and you get on it, and it's, you have to be the kinda, one. It's got like a uh, little curve, like a little curve to it, and you, yeah, you power the the rotation of it with how fast you're running. It's yeah. crazy. Damn, I that sounds insane. Yeah. It kind of well, does sound insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I didn't know that was a thing. Enough, enough of this physical, though. I'm getting tired just thinking about it. How was everyone's uh, Thanksgiving? Good. Good food. Yeah. yeah. I did ate you, a lot. Did you crush any leftovers yet? I have not crushed any leftovers. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking because I, I – I went out yesterday and got some Chick-fil-A for breakfast. Nice. Then I took a nap and didn't eat again until late at night, and I got Mexican food. Nice. From over here? No, we were at the Highlands, so I I grabbed it from up there. One of my favorite things to do with our Thanksgiving leftovers is I'll make toast, and I'll put mayonnaise on it and then just put the turkey on it. And yeah. it is oh dude, it's so good. I love it so much. And I ate like half of a pumpkin pie yesterday. That sounds good. Literally yeah. just ate it out of the, the pie thing. Yeah, I, I have zero shame. I've already eaten leftovers I think four times and every time I load the fucking bowl. Dressing at the bottom, turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, corn every time. And it 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 is kind of crazy, at least for me, that I feel like I don't really eat turkey like that or dressing only like it's only on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Rarely do I ever go anywhere because normally it's ham, I feel like, or, yeah. or something crazy. And it's turkey is actually I, I really only think I eat it this time of year. Truly. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, really. Other than like, a, yeah, like turkey, turkey. Like lunch meat turkey, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know what I was thinking? I have like a, I have a take here that I'll probably get ridiculed for. But doesn't turkey kind of just taste like chicken? Yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't really taste the difference. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, turkey, turkey, but really, it's just a bird like chicken. They, they pretty much taste the same. I would say it's a blander chicken. 
Yeah, like it's dry. Yeah, it's drier than chicken. Like, but I'm not saying that because it's so bland, it's not good. No, I agree. Yeah, I definitely. It's agree. kind. Of, it's kind of like Kroger chocolate milk to to respect chocolate milk. The respect chocolate milk is by far like flatter and blander. But sometimes it's I kind of good. like that taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So I I was just thinking about. It. I was like, I mean, we get this uh, this big hype for the turkey when it's basically, like honestly, like if someone made because I don't cook. I mean. If we were at whatever and somebody made like a chicken and a turkey and just handed me pieces of it, I would just think it was the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you know I, I, mean? Like, I, I know what you mean, but <laughs> I mean, like w- w- the past two years, we've infrared fried Whoa. our turkey or whatever, whatever you call it. I think it's just basically, well, no, it's, it's, it's infrared. So I don't want to call it an air fryer. It's weird. It's like this drum and you put it down in the middle and it cooks it up dude and it's it's real juicy like it's real good like i i'm a big fan of of that so mm-hmm. i think yeah. i'm gonna do that forever well, but dude, i also heard deep frying a turkey is delicious but everything's good deep fried yeah absolutely well this was the first year we we smoked a yeah. turkey also so my oh, mom dude. made like one and then mm-hmm. we smoked one and I, it was phenomenal and yeah. it, it I mean, like when it's cooked that way, I, 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 I don't know. I can tell the difference, but I guess I can understand what you're saying that it is kind of similar in an aspect. But I, I mean, I feel like if somebody gave me a turkey sandwich or a chicken sandwich, I'd definitely be able to tell the difference for sure. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think you'd be able to tell the difference, but it's, it's slight. Yeah, like, cause you know, yeah, like the smoked turkey, like that was delicious. But I just mean, like, if I got some mixed fucking just pieces of meat all mixed up, I wouldn't fucking know the difference. Isn't that called a hot dog? Yeah. So basically, a turkey and a hot dog are the same thing. Dude, hot dogs, like, hot dogs are fascinating because. It is just excess everything shoved into this little tube, mm-hmm. and they're so bad for you. You're only supposed to eat, like, one of them a year. And just, baby, we love our weenies on the 4th of July. People will shove those down your throat because it's the American way. I fucking love hot dogs. Hot dog, dude, and, and when I was little, I just straight up just wanted ketchup on it. Nothing else. I want my hot dog loaded up with fucking everything now. You Not know me. what I mean? Like relish mustard ketchup whatever you want to throw on it that's Fucking, too much you're too much <laughs> no i'm kidding I, I i don't shame people for what they want on their dogs i'm, yeah, a, I'm don't a big fat just, shame me i'm just a big chili and cheese guy yeah that's, that's, what I was like, that's good too yeah like chili and cheese oh yeah you get some coleslaw maybe a couple sliced onions on there yeah. and i tell you what baby you're gonna have yourself an evening but the uh, Tito's here in Wheeling has a really good dog. I can't remember which one it is. Maybe it's the Nailer dog, but it's got a buffalo ranch sauce on it. Ooh! I oh, I've got, had that. It's what is it? It's buffalo ranch cheese, like and crispy onion petals. Yes, my mom got one, and I took a bite actually at a Nailer's game, and and it is incredible. That that's a place that. I feel like I don't ever really hear people talking about except us, but their food is really good. Oh, that's fire. It's really good. Uh, where, that dude, what, what were you going to say? Where, where is it? Lo- is it? There's another location other than in West Banka, right? 
Yeah, yeah. It's on. Uh, I, was I don't know what's the, what's the main street of downtown. It's either Market Street or Main Street. I know going where it's north. at. Yeah, going it's, like towards the tunnel. Like if you're driving yeah. towards the tunnel. It's Which there. It's there on the right side. It's by Talkaholics. It's right See, there. See, like on, I haven't had either. I haven't had any of those places. I've only had Talkaholics once, and I need to be more cultured. I. Uh, I didn't hate it, but it, it wasn't – I didn't think it was amazing. Like, there was so much hype surrounding it before I went, and I was just kind of – you know. But it's still it, there, so obviously they must get good business. Isn't that the place where they don't have TVs because yeah. they wanted to create, like, a talking and friendly environment? Yeah, so, like, if you go there, all they have is, like, craft beer, tacos, and I think they have, like, board games and stuff. Card that sounds kind of cool, though. I want to go yeah, there. I mean – Definitely not the place you want to go watch some NFL football, but if you want to go play some board games, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a board games guy, guy anyway. <laughs> Speaking well, I, of board games, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jay. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I bought a I bought a board game last night from Target that because all uh, board games were 50 percent off at Target. Okay. I bought the Blockbuster board game. Whoa! And it like came. In the packaging was an old uh, Blockbuster Reynolds case, like for a VHS. No way. I'm, I'm pretty excited to play it. I think it's going to be cool. It's like a movie trivia game. Oh, that's awesome, man. I used to love Blockbuster. That was like one of our our things back in the day, me and Jake and my dad. You know, like, because mom worked in the evenings, and that's what we would do. Like, we would just go to Blockbuster you know, rent whatever movie, get some candy. Life really was so much more simple back then, man. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, awesome. I get it. We were, I get it. We were younger, but still you can tell, like, you know, you were there. It's, it, it just was one of those things where the toughest decision you had of the day was what video game you were going to get at Blockbuster, what movie you wanted to watch, go home, get your homework done. And then you just hang out and, you didn't know what other people were doing, and you had to actually pick up the phone or go to see what other people were doing. And you, but the best part about it is, is you didn't care what other people were doing. Like you would just catch up the next time you saw people, and it gave you things to talk about. So I, I, I really do miss the old simpler times. Even though I feel like we're slowly heading in that direction, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I I'm had like that same weekly blockbuster ritual Mm -hmm. like go in once a week you pick out the movie you want and like the best era of blockbuster was when you could rent n64 games so like yeah i forgot you go over there to the n64 section and you never knew it was a crapshoot like if the game you wanted was even there because someone could have had it out it was just good times i I miss all that but i find it funny you mentioned about like how we used to just have to call people's like house phones and stuff back then yeah and like if if technology wouldn't have progressed the way it did we'd still have to do that like mm-hmm. i'd still have to if i wanted to talk to you guys i'd have to call like people think it's like a kid thing like oh when we were kids but like no we would adults were doing it too like you're yeah. calling, calling landlines and it's like hey is you know is cheryl there yeah that's <laughs> just calling like it's just stupid shit, you know what well, I mean? Well, dude, remember things were so much more dangerous back then too, in a good way. Because if you wanted to 
prank call somebody or crank call somebody or whatever, whatever you call it, you weren't only calling somebody's personal cell phone. You were calling somebody's household. So there were multiple people that could answer. And I, I really do just miss and I know we get it with our cell phones, but my phone's on vibrate all the time, so it's kind of different. But I really do just miss, like, everybody being in a room, sitting on the couch, the phone starts to ring, and then everybody looks at each other like, which one of you motherfuckers are getting up to answer this because I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I also think, like, I, I, I think a lot – people were way more spontaneous, too. Like, I think if in that era, like – I would just go to a bar and hope like my one of my friends was there. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you just kind of went somewhere. You know what I mean? Like I just would go to the 19th hole and be like, "Oh, maybe maybe Zarley's there eating wings. I'll go check it out." You know what I mean? Now it's like, "Wait, what time are you going? Who's yeah, exactly. all going? Yes, when will yeah. you be there? All right, I'm in my car. Let me know when I should walk in." Yeah, like, literally like, isn't that crazy? It's like, "Are you there? Okay, I'm going to wait till you get here to walk in." It's like, you know. I, I think that whole thing is spawned from uh, like technology too. Like I, I'll be the first to admit I have like room entrance anxiety or whatever oh, you want to call it. Like me too, I don't want to yeah. walk into places alone. If you're not, if my buddies aren't already in there or like, you know what I mean? If they're not there, I want to wait for them. Like you said, cause I don't like walking into a place or like a bar and everyone turns and looks at you and you're like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here alone right now. Wait yeah, for hey, everyone. That, that's where me and Jake are. See, me and Jake are a lot alike, but we have like polar opposite parts of ourselves. Like Jake's the same way about that. Like he doesn't want to go somewhere by himself. But I haven't done it lately, obviously, because of COVID and stuff. But I would literally just go to like Pickles or the 19th hole just by myself. Yeah, I've done it. Like, no, yeah. don't get me wrong, but like. On a crowded night, like a Friday night or Saturday night, it's a little intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Well, Because everyone does turn, you know, like yeah, you walk in, the door opens sees. and everyone's like, like turns yeah. to see who's walking. Well, in. it's it's that like culture kind of shift, though, too, because obviously I was younger when it was like this. But I feel like when you'd go to a bar, like you were saying how you would just show up and be like, oh, I hope so and so's here. You were you were going out to engage in conversation like you were actually going out to talk to random people that you don't normally talk to. And now it's like everybody can talk to somebody as soon as they snap their fingers. So when you go into random places and you sit down and you feel like you want to join into a conversation or hop into a conversation, I just feel like now it's it's frowned upon. Like, it, it, it's, like, weird if you would sit down and just start talking to somebody random. I'm not saying in every scenario, but there are, I would say more than none. Yeah. People would be like, why the fuck are you bothering me and talking to me? No, Who do you I, know here? Yeah, yeah, I, no, yeah I, you're right. Yeah, you are. It's not, I, I wouldn't say – I get what you're saying. I wouldn't say it's frowned upon, but it's, like, in a, in a way that, – that's when it's tough to, like, to being, like, a single person and you're just trying to meet people. Like, everyone thinks – not everyone – but a lot of the time, if you just, like, go up to someone, people think you're, like, being creepy for some reason. It is true. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I'm just trying to have a human interaction. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? It's because, like – It's because majority of interaction now, like, happens on your fucking phone. It's just it's just yeah. the truth of it. That's what – it's like, what did people do 
Like now, like if I would go into a bar, sit down at the bar alone, the first thing I would do yeah. was pull up my phone and mm-hmm. just be chilling on it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What like before? Sell, like smartphones, people will just get sit at the bar and then what? Just look around. No, they probably try to start conversation with other people at the bar. But yeah. you also you also see how outgoing people our parents' age are. Yeah. You're you know right. Saying? Yep. They, you know, my dad, your your dad's, I'm sure too. Your parents or whoever can just would be out and just talk to anyone. You know what I mean? Yep. You know what I mean? Like. My dad, when we were FaceTiming, I'm FaceTiming you two and Brooke was on. My dad just wanted to talk to you guys. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and too, uh, to kind of bounce off that, if they're out and about and they see somebody, they'll go out of their way to walk up and, like, say what's up and say hi. And even if it's just a real quick conversation, if I'm sitting somewhere and I see someone across the room, I'm like, well, if they don't come walking by me, my ass is not walking up to that yeah, and absolutely. saying what's up. <laughs> I feel the same way. It's just how it is, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, sometimes you'll see someone in Kroger and you're just like, oh, God, and just, like, try to walk by him. Oh, like, dude. I don't feel like talking right now. <laughs> but, I mean, but, like, it's 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 a real thing. Like, the grocery store is – I get that 100%. Because yeah. sometimes you're just like, okay, I want to get my shit. I want to yeah. get out of here. I don't have time to be talking to people. But, yeah, I, I avoid people like the plague sometimes. <laughs> I, act like, I act like I just don't see people. And but the mask, it- the mask game now. You know what I'm saying? I was just going to bring up, isn't it crazy, though, how in the beginning I was like, dang, you know, it's going to be kind of cool. Nobody's going to realize who it was. But then it was like two weeks in once it became normal. I still can tell who people are. Uh, Dude, I've had a few moments (laughs) just recently. I I went and picked up food at uh, Market Vines. I walked in. I'm standing next to the bar waiting for my order. And there's a guy to my left. He's like. Oh, what's up, Zar? I'm just like, what's what's up, man? No clue who he was. <laughs> that happened with me and your brother. I was down at Schmidt oh, Brothers yeah. gas station. He told me that. I didn't know his hair was so long. Like, yeah. And he had his mask up, and he just starts talking to me, and I was just looking like, who the fuck are you? Who is this guy? And then he pulled it down. I was like, Jesus, I didn't even know that was you. His hair was so long. Well, it, it it's, it's easy to do, though, because I remember when I had to go get my first COVID test, the nurse that was working, I, I'm not going to say her name, but if she's listening, she knows who it is. She just starts talking to me. She's like, oh, I, I know you, blah, like talking to me like we've known each other for years. I had no fucking idea who it was and she's talking to me she walks away i'm literally in line thinking i'm like i feel like the biggest asshole i'm staring at her still and i have no idea who it was and then later i realized who it was because of fucking snapchat but if i didn't have this person on snapchat i still would be clueless on who the individual was that i had a conversation with did you like say once you did you message her once you realized I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't even know it was you. No, because I, I, I played it like I knew who the person was. Oh, I just okay, kept yeah. up with the conversation. But afterwards, I was just so fucking puzzled. But and, and then that just kind of went away. Then I started to be able to pinpoint like, OK, that's so and so because of their eyes or hair or, what, or whatever it was. Instead that, of, I was going to say the good thing about a mask is 
majorly brought back uh, eye contact, big time. You tell. Like I, I noticed like when I'm, it's it's you know for instance the wellness center, you're, they space everyone out. It's really good how how they're doing a good job in that sense. But like when I walk by somebody to, you know I, I'm friendly. I say hi to everybody. Sometimes people are probably like this kid's a fucking loser. But anyway, I like look people right in the eyes. Like every time like. Because you recognize people, like that's how we recognize people now. It's like their top half of their face. It's like I gotta look at them in the eyes, you know. Eye contacts back in the streets, baby. It is. Hot it in is. Because think about it though. Before, I mean, I'm guilty of it. Like Zar said, I'm walking down the street or the sidewalk or whatever the fuck, and I'm just got my phone out, and you now if I see someone, I'm just like, oh hey, and keep walking. Now you gotta like look at him like who is that? Oh, it's so and so. What's up? No, I I I'm with you. But also it's it's wild how such a little part of your face can get can be covered and kind of just rewinding it back to the beginning when I couldn't tell who was who. It is crazy how you just cover that little part of your mouth if you had normal masks on. And sometimes you really you really couldn't tell who people were. And then now it's like you train your brain to figure out new traits and like characteristics and like small little things to to figure people out. And I know it sounds crazy, but I truly believe that if we got to the point like those Indian ladies were, where we were all walking around with our faces covered and just yeah. their eyes, I really think we'd be able to figure people out after a while just by knowing their eyes. Yeah, so I agree with that. Humans rip. The mind rips. <laughs> I'm just, I, I am, like, I can't wait for the masks to be done. However long it takes, I'm not saying, you know what I mean, like, however long it takes, I'll, I'll go along with it, but... It has it's caused some awkward interactions. It really has. It's just because I I don't know. Like if it's not a person that I don't have like everyday interactions with, I'm probably not gonna be able to tell who it is behind the mask unless you're like very unique looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but like, that's probably a good safety net for you though, because that's an all-time excuse. It's like sorry, I can't tell with the mask. Yeah, but like like I said, it just it puts you in awkward situations. Like another example, I was at the UPS store. Like a week ago, shipping something. There's like a line of five people behind me. I'm I'm up at the counter. I pay. I say thank you or whatever. I turn around to leave. The girl that's in the back of the line, she's clearly like around our age. She sees me. She goes, hey, how are you? And I'm just like, good, how are you? And keep walking. <laughs> Walk right out the door. She clearly knew who I was with a mask on. I had not a clue who the fuck she was. Well, oh, so you still don't know? I still don't know. All right. What? Well, if she's listening, if she is listening right now, make sure to drop a comment so we know who the mystery UPS gal is. Yeah. Like, if you are one of our listeners, I apologize. One, I was in a hurry. Two, I just couldn't tell who you were. Well, I feel so bad. We are somewhat of celebrities. You know, everyone knows who we are. That's true. I had people, I had people talking to me about the pod at uh, the Turkey Bowl the other day. Oh yeah. How did that go? How was how was that? We won. Yeah. Yeah. Stat who, was, line? who was the star? Yeah. I had four touchdowns, two interceptions. Whoa! <laughs> Damn. But, uh, you know who played on my team actually, and I can't remember if he's ever played in this Turkey Bowl before or not. Was uh, uh, Cleveland Gaines? Oh yeah, I haven't seen oh, I him. Like, I like 
Brooklyn. Yeah, I he had, seen him. He had a really good game too. So I really don't know who I'd say the MVP was. Probably not me. We all had. It was a team effort. Team effort. Where, where do you guys? I love it. We played at the ball field right by my house. How? Not, how many not all of it. People showed up. We had six on six this year. Oh, that's damn. That's awesome. Yeah, PJ showed up. He played on my team. Shout out PJ. I remember. I remember my friends and I tried one year to do like a turkey bowl. Like, or do you play like early in the morning? Ten. Ten. I, I think yeah. we tried like to set a time for like ten or eleven or something like that. And like you know, there's a whole group message of like ten, fifteen people. You know, and it's like, oh yeah, you can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. Thursday morning radio silence. Oh yeah. <laughs> no way. And there was like two people that texted like ten minutes of the time, like, yo, so are we still doing this? And just Dude. no one responded. <laughs> that is incredible. I love it. It's that gotta is be awesome. From the drinking. It's got to be the most flaked on activity of all time. <laughs> uh, I've been playing in this turkey bowl for all, it's been now. It's got to be close to 20 years. I swear to God, I think I started when I was like eight or nine. Same I've, turkey bowl. I've never played in the turkey bowl. And honestly, I don't think I ever will. Like, just don't ask me to because I don't want to, to be honest. I am. I will say I'm extremely <laughs> sore from just yeah. one game of fucking two-hand touch football. I mean, so, yeah, so, when you're not used to running around and doing that shit, you know? Yeah. Like, it was nice, though, because this was probably about the, the first time in probably about, I don't like, 10 years that I haven't been hung over for it. Nine it, felt, years. it felt good, huh? It did feel good. Yeah. It felt real good. I didn't feel sick all day on Thanksgiving. Dude, yeah. I've, I've been going on runs, too, and I mean, I know it's just because I'm getting old, but now I now I really will only drink for, like, like occasions, like if we're all together drinking or like birthday or like wedding or whatever it may be. But I've been doing a good job at just skipping the random weekends and skipping that like Friday night, Saturday night drink. Mm-hmm. And it one, my body feels way better. But the negative side of it is my body's not trained to a hangover anymore. So now when I drink and drink hard, I feel like my hangovers have been cranked up to 10 even if I just have like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 nooners, which I know that sounds crazy, but before, <laughs> before I'd be able to do that and it, I'd just be fine. It's, yeah. I, I don't know. It's a bummer. I thought yeah. you were going to say like four. Yeah. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, dude, uh, any amount of alcohol now. I had like five beers last night and have a slight headache today. It's yeah, I just, can't, I can't figure out like, the trend like of myself like i just it's it's just hit or miss if i get hung over or not yeah. like a bad hangover or not you know like yeah. sometimes it just doesn't make sense to me and then i think maybe it just has to do with how i ate or like what kind of mood i'm in like if i'm in like an amped up hyped up mood and getting excited for like an event i'm usually hung over as fuck the next day oh yeah but if I'm just like, like at home, game. just like fooling, like, you know, watching TV or listening to music and drink like 12 Miller Lights, I'm usually fine the next day. It doesn't make any sense, to be honest. Makes zero sense. Dude, that's wild because I've never thought of it in that aspect. Like, I've never ever thought about or said what you just said right there. But now I'm thinking back. That is so true. Though. I know. It doesn't make any sense. When you go to a concert, a football game, and you're with everybody, 
I do feel like the hangovers hurts, but then I also think uh, that maybe the brain is programmed that way because everybody's supposed to be hung over together. Like everybody is supposed to go out and go hard. So maybe that's it, but it is true. I, I mean, I sit outside, I drink just as much or more than when I would go out, can wake up the next day and I'm fine. But if I will go out to the bar once in a blue moon or yep. something like that, I, the next morning I'm, I'm beat to shit. It's I wonder true. if it has something to do with like energy exerted. You know what I True. mean? Like, yeah, that could be it. When you're going to, like you said, a concert or the bar or like a football tailgate, you're probably like using a lot more stored energy than you would if you were just chilling at home drinking 12 beers. That's I true. wonder if that has something to do with it. Never thought of that. I bet you that could be definitely be part of it. Why? Well, I mean, what what is really basically that's the only other variable, really. I know. I think. Yeah. We should do an experiment, guys. I think I think one thing too is very underrated is you know when you're like you're with someone at like a football game or something like that you're probably not going back to your house to sleep too I think like the sleeping sleep arrangement is definitely yeah, true. definitely sleep goes sleep is huge also. sleep is definitely huge me personally I don't think I've had a hangover one I'm just not like a huge drinker but I don't think I've had a hangover since like 2013 or 14 honestly. I'm jealous but honestly someone told me this and every time like. Every time, like, I drink, like, decently heavy or something like that, I always remember, I always yug, like, two full cups or full bottles of water before bed yeah. just to, like, hydrate myself. Because someone said it was like, it's just because you're dehydrated. If you drink water before your bed, you won't you won't get dehydrated or you won't you won't be hungover or something like that. So, like, that just always stuck with me. So I always just yug so much water before bed if I had, like, a big night out or something like that. And I almost never, like, it never feels bad in the morning. I, I'll wake I up a little later, but... I try to stand by that principle as well, but I have found like still even doing that stuff and, and making sure I was properly hydrated throughout the night and then before bed, still wake up with a nasty hangover. Yeah, me, me and uh, me and JT, uh, it was just brought up real quick like a couple weekends ago, but we were talking about how we need to figure out a strategy when we know we're gonna go out and drink. Yeah. And like I think maybe I should start leaving like three Advil on my bedside mm-hmm. and maybe get a Pedialyte and drink like a, yeah. half before I go to bed and then half in the morning or get two Pedialytes, drink one before bed and, and yeah. one in the morning because, you know, I, I, it is coming to realization that now that I'm older, I'm not just going to be able to pop up and just get things done. It's just how the body, how the body's treating me these days. Yeah, but then I think, like, I can't be this much of a fucking pussy. Well, like... You have 50-year-old guys slamming, slamming them every night, and they wake up fine. I'm yep. 25. Yep. So I'm here uh, bitching about me. a hangover. I don't it get that. It doesn't make sense. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I can't. I mean, either. I do. Because they were tougher back then. They. They were. They. <laughs> they made them tougher back then. That's for damn sure. No, uh, I. Truthfully, I think the big difference is with those age ranges of men and women that can still drink when they're older versus you know, younger and shit. I really think it has to do with stress level also though. Like if you're not stressing about absolute shit, you don't worry about going to your job. Maybe you're fortunate enough to where, you know, you don't really have to go to a job now. You're just some top dog where you're just taking phone calls and things like that. Like I really think stress has a big play also in it because if I wasn't stressed about anything, if I didn't have to worry about paying my bills or 
feeding my family or things like that, I, why wouldn't I have a, have a glass of wine or whiskey or beer or whatever it is every night? There, there'd no, be no reason not to do it. No, I know. I agree there. Like I just, I'm not saying being able to drink on a work day. I'm saying you have these guys out here who just freaking drink a case of beer a day, which I, that's not what I, I don't want. That's not a goal I'm asking for, but like, and they're just fine the next day. It just makes no sense to me. It's just, I swear, people just bodies react differently to stuff. I mean, that's and just people what it, just that do it consistently. Like, I, I'm not gonna, I don't want to throw my father under the bus here, but I'm about to. He'll, he'll still go out like four or five nights a fucking week, and it, he fully functions like it's nothing. I Does can't he, do that. Does he go to the mountaineer up there? No, he he just goes down and uh, he drinks at the PAP club. Like they all sit outside because it's okay. shut down or whatever. You can't go inside, but no, he, I, he still does it. And I just don't know how. I mean, it, it probably like all in all, it probably really is just how we were raised or or born into life. I mean, it has to be. Unless some people maybe, honestly, some people might just genetically, maybe they're formed to where they don't feel a hangover versus someone else that gets fucking hungover shit over two shitty Bud Lights. I don't know, man. I just, I will never understand it, to be honest. But, Zar, I wanted to bring up, because you were talking about your Instagram names at the end of last episode, and I pondered on it, and I thought about it, because to me, it didn't make sense, but I understood what you were talking about. I also believe that in 30 or 60 days, you may be able to change your Instagram name, because my guess is it's probably like a Snapchat or something where it is deleted, but they still give you those couple days to come back and reclaim that name. So yeah. you might be able to switch your original one to Juicebox Czar. I <laughs> want to forget to tell you that. Yeah, My foot yeah. is asleep I really bad. Right. <laughs> you got the needles in your foot? <laughs> yeah. I thought JT had moved to the bathroom, so I didn't know what the hell was going on over there. <laughs> no. My foot was, like, attacking me. It's crazy. Go ahead. Sorry. Interrupted. Go no, ahead. you're oh. good. Good. I, I think you're right, Jake. I think it is like a 30-day period or 60-day period, and then the, and then the name becomes available again. Yeah, because the the logic of what you did makes complete sense. And then after your after you said that story, I was thinking, I'm like, well, why wouldn't he be able to change it to that if that name no longer exists? But I think we just had a breakthrough. JT, you what are you doing, man? Are you okay? My feet fell asleep. That's not not a, a comfortable feeling. Fuck. Now, have you guys ever woke up in the middle of the night with cramps, like leg cramps or calf cramps? No. no I, yeah, I, I wake up I with a foot cramp. Not much of a cramper. Really? I thought of this, though. Why don't we ever sneeze in our sleep? Oh, I sneeze in my sleep. You've woken, you've woke yourself up from sneezing. Yes, multiple times. Really? Yeah, <laughs> all the time. Wow. I think okay. it's because allergies. I have a, I have a cat allergy, but I love cats, and I let my cats sleep all over my bed with me, and 
Dude, I'll wake up in the mornings or like in the middle. I'll wake myself up with with sneezing and stuff. That's crazy. Like right I, now, right now. I, I can I hear. Have a little bit of a of an allergy stuff. Just I've, because my cat is right next to me. He's uh, literally laying right here. Yeah, I've never woken up, woken myself up from sneezing. Or what yeah. if? What if like I I sneeze while I'm in my dream and it was actually a real one. You know, yeah. I just didn't know, and I just kept dreaming. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I guess anything's possible. What if when I'm dreaming and sleeping and I'm fucking sucking Addison Ray's titties, maybe that's really happening too, and I just am asleep, you know? It's just no, maybe another really dimension. Could. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, bro. That's, that's the, yeah, sneezing while you sleep, that's the gateway to the other dimension. Is it plural? But, but back to cramping, like you said, <laughs> I've never had... I guess you would call them an athletic cramp or whatever. Like you see people go down in sports games with a bad leg cramp or something. And I've been, when we were in college and I'd go and play, uh, I'd play basketball at the uh, rack. I'd play all the time. I'd see people actually, you know who I saw one time, Joel Jarrett just collapsed to the ground holding his leg. I was like, Oh, he just tore his fucking ACL. Like something bad just happened. And no, it was just a cramp. I've never had that. I've never had an athletic cramp or a leg cramp. Well, dude, for some reason, it, it was it was for a couple years, but there's this one vivid time that I can remember. I woke up in the middle of the night. Both of my calves were cramped, and I could see the balls literally in the cramp, and I just woke up, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> like in the middle of the night. And my dad comes running in, and I'm like, you have to literally do something right now. I can't do absolutely anything. And it's it's such a weird feeling because you have to move your – like in this instance, you have to move your foot around. But every time you move it around to get this cramp out, it makes it hurt worse. And it's like there have been multiple times where I have caught myself – from not going into a cramp because I'll move my foot one way or the other and I just can instantly feel it and I'm like, nope, oh, foot's not going that way and then it just disappears. It's so weird. But I I, I don't get them anymore, actually, knock on wood because those are the fucking worst. But I went through a, a stint of a couple years where it was always my cramps. I'd always wake up in the middle of the night cramping. Jake, I'm just, I'm, that's very similar. Like, I, to me, I don't really get them in my calves. I get them in, like, my hamstrings because oh. in bed, in bed, I, like, stretch my legs, like, straight, and there's, a there's like, a tipping point, you know, where it's, yes. like, if I go for one more second, this is going to cramp. Like, I feel it about to go right now, and you have to, like, stop yourself. But sometimes I'm, like, too lazy or not quick enough, and it's, like, oh, my God, I can't fucking move. Mm-hmm. The only thing that ever really cramped for me is my toes, but like voluntarily, you know what, what I mean? Like you're like stretching your toes and you can push it too hard. Kind of like what you were just saying about your legs, like pushing it a little too hard and then it just starts cramp. I get those too. Yeah. And like your mid, your, your big toes like this way and your other toes are like going down. Yeah, like, dude. You try to get them <laughs> yeah. back and you're like, you're trying to pull your toes back. Yeah. Dude. JT, tell them about your thumb, bro, that you showed me last night. Oh, yeah. 
we never really talked about. I never really talked about this much with you guys. Five, yeah, five, five, six years ago now, when I, I had like a summer job, I was like, it was like a maintenance job, okay? And there was this this toilet. It was fucking, it was fucked up and broke or whatever. And for some reason, you know, we decided to break it, the toilet, and I hit it with a sledgehammer once, and it obviously didn't hit hard enough. So I hit it harder. And the, the toilet basically just exploded, and the piece of porcelain came up and cut my hand all the way like across. Where realistically, if that would have got me like right even up here on my right here, I probably would have died. I probably like would have bled out, or like it could have got me in the neck. So obviously I'm lucky, but so I had to have like emergency surgery, and I still don't have like full range of motion of my hand. Uh, and I was showing Jake yesterday it like maybe hold on let me uh not gonna be able to see because yeah hold on I'll take the background off real quick but like let's see if I Ex- can figure it out explain it while you're doing that uh so yeah like I can't I don't have full range in my thumb how do I take this here we go sorry guys here we go there we go okay I'll show you so just it's not bad or anything but just like little things I noticed like if you you can like lift your thumb up here like this and stuff and move it around. I can't move my right thumb at all doing this. So right now, so people, I'm like people try, that are I'm just trying listening. To move it. Yeah, so he has his hands flat on the Tabor Island and his left thumb he can move up in the air and his yeah. right thumb cannot he can't move it. I can't lift it. Yeah, I'm using all my might to move it. So realistically, I can only move it like like, I can't really go in much of a circle, but I can go, like, here. See what I mean? It doesn't – it's just, That's like – crazy. It's like my – it's like Nemo's uh, lucky fin almost. Yeah, and now now that I know that, I was watching him move his hands and his thumb and his phalanges, and it grosses me out because his thumb – his thumb is just, like – it just can't do anything. And it's just this poor little guy who's just chilling there. All of his friends are fucking playing football or doing gymnastics. And old Jimmy over here is on the side who got picked last. And he's the player that'll just move a couple times and that's it. it poor poor guy. He'll never get back to his full potential. Do you jerk off with that, hand? Yeah, it works. <laughs> it works in that regard. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. But yeah, but, so that that's my that's my story. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I had something that I wanted to bring up. What and, about WVU basketball? Oh yes. Let me just say this, and then we can get into it for however long we talk. All of you WVU fans need to chill the fuck out while we're watching these games. I don't need to hear. Well, you know, I should just stay off Twitter. I know people, free speech and everything like that, but. WV fans are the goddamn worst. We're literally playing the first game, no scrimmage, no practice scrimmages. You haven't been able to play against anybody else but your team. It's the halftime of the first fucking game, and people are bitching and complaining like we're playing in the Big 12 tournament about, oh, these these offensive sets aren't working. Dude, shove it up your ass and let them figure it out. We're 3-0. and We're about to play the Zags on Wednesday, and all I have to say is, Mark Few, you better buckle the fuck up because Derek Culver's coming. Thanks. I can't stand 
like I, I'm a diehard West Virginia fan, but we have one of the worst fan bases in terms of like how people are split on sides. It's bad, honestly. And don't go on Facebook. You'll just get pissed off at what people say. Twitter's <laughs> bad too. It's amazing that we have haters when we're three and zero. No, I know. I mean, like, you will find people. We we could be we could be fucking nine and zero in football too, and you'd have people being like, "Oh well, you know th- this or that, this or that." The the hate is just unreal to me, and I don't know where it comes from. Like, I don't know where that culture was fucking founded in the WVU fan base. It it just it kind of blows my mind. But yeah, there's nothing to fucking panic about. This is the same fucking shit that I heard about the Steelers after game one this year. People were like, we didn't score enough points. Now look, they're 10-0. and 0, And then you got the haters that are like, you know, oh, they're 10-0 and 0 with a cupcake schedule. Like, who gives a fuck? They're 10-0. and 0. I that's, a, that's a hard feat in the NFL. No, I, I agree, but I did acknowledge how crazy it is to be 10-0. and 0. But I don't, I don't want to call this kid out because – he is still a child. He's in high school. His brain's probably not developed. He's probably been given everything his whole life and has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> but this kid literally tweeted, so when are people going to realize that Huggins is a terrible coach? Oh my Dude is God. just terrible. Good Lord. Who was it? I want to tweet him so bad. Uh, dude, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to call a high schooler out. If he was in college, I'd fucking bury his face in the is mud. From, is he a local high schooler? Oh, he, he's, he goes to Central. We love oh, Central. He's dead meat. He's dead. <laughs> he's fucking dead meat. Lunchline's gonna be terrible for this guy. I live across the street from the cathedral now. I'm gonna be waiting for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Literally uh, though, WV goes to the playoffs essentially every year. Really. Like, how are you going to sit the here tourney. and say, yeah, what did I say? The tourney, yeah. March Madness, every year. She said playoffs. playoffs. It's, all the, it's all the same thing. But uh, I, I just don't understand the whole Huggins. Because I've seen that from multiple people on Twitter. Like, if we lose a game or something, they're like, oh, fire Huggins. Fire Huggins. He's terrible. People are yeah. idiots. Here, here's, the, here's the bottom line. We aren't going to get a better coach than Huggins, and he's one of the best coaches of all time. He Ever. Literally, what Ever. is it, fourth most winning? Alive he's like or dead. One of the best college coaches of all time. Yeah. Ever. I froze. You, the only thing I have to you're, – no, you're not frozen. But, no. The only, I, thing I I have to, the only thing I have to bitch about is that fucking Dan Dakich announcer guy because he doesn't know fucking anything, and he acts like he coached at WVU. He was what? He was hired as the coach, didn't coach a game, and got fired or something. I think he was there for eight days. Yeah, and he literally will talk like, "Oh man, when uh, uh, when Coach when Beeline, Beeline took over. when Coach Beeline took over for me, like, shut the fuck up, dude. You don't know anything. Nobody and, cares." And this guy literally, like, yeah, I, I I give announcers the benefit of the doubt at times because I I know that has to be a hard job and like you have to you know, relate things out in your life and talk about things. But this guy literally was talking like he was speaking to a therapist. Like, you can tell that this guy still to this day thinks about what happened at WVU. Like, he's just sitting there talking like, oh, yeah, the president was bad-mouthing me and my wife, so that's why I left and John Beeline took over my team and – just saying all this shit, and I'm I'm sitting there thinking, bro, I'm watching a basketball game. This isn't fucking yeah. Dateline NBC. This is, we're, you're not in therapy right now. 
I'm like, dude, nobody cares about this. The guy's a clown. If you look he up is. his, if you look up his Wikipedia page, there's not a single mention of West Virginia in there. So that should tell you all you need to know. He, West Virginia is nothing. He didn't coach at West Virginia. You're there for eight days. Those aren't your players. You didn't recruit the players. Don't say Beeline took over your team. It was never your team. The yeah. guy's just a fucking clown. Oh, and then he's sitting there. He's fucking announcing, and he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, basketball is a really simple game. It, it's really simple when, when you when you break it down. And I just looked at the fucking TV, and I said, asshole, if it was so simple, you'd have a, you'd have a coaching job right now, and you wouldn't be sitting on the broadcasting booth. So why don't you sit your simple ass and tell me who scores, who's shooting, who's fouling, and I don't fucking care about your personal life, okay? Yeah, and I and and the guy's just a fucking clown. But to go back to Huggins, because I I think I might have froze or something. I got a poor connection thing on here, fucking Skype. But fucking Walmart connection. He, he, he who do people expect us to bring in that's gonna be a better coach than him? Like I said, best. He's one of the best coaches of all time, and I don't think people realize how hard it is to to fucking recruit players to play in West Virginia, in Morgantown. Say what you want. We're all from the state. We love this state. But if if you were getting approached with offers for, you know, Morgantown or or mm. fucking Miami, like just places that are just you know, popping. Yeah. Which are you gonna pick? Like most student athletes are gonna pick these other schools. It's very hard to get talent to come to Morgantown, and the fact that we get the talent that we do should speak for itself with how good Huggins is. He do, he's he's insane and and the way he skims through uh juco players too he has brought in so many good junior college transfers that it's it's insane i i agree i i really do and i don't even know how long hugs has been the coach at west virginia now but i know it's been years and to think he only he literally only fucked up i think it was one or two years that Jabari Hines era when all those players came in and basically he was just like, fuck it. You guys can leave and and let those players leave. It was, uh, they didn't want to buy in. They didn't want to buy that. He's only done that one time out of all the years that he's been here. He's taken us to sweet 16s. He's taken us to elite eights. Oh yeah. He took us to a final four. I know it's been 10 years ago. And then we literally just ended Last season being nice as fuck on a roll. The year prior, we were terrible, and then all of a sudden turned it on and was almost going to win the Big 12 championship to get in the tourney as a uh, a conference winner. And then we have the whole Javon Carter era where we make the Sweet 16 three out of the four years. What do you want him to do? What's going to be better than that? Well, I mean, I, that's I, just what everyone – everyone just bitches, though. I mean, I, like, I don't know – like the game would just be starting like two minutes, three minutes in and we'll be down by four or something. And everyone's tweeting, oh, my gosh, we suck so bad. We're going to lose. Nobody can score. Like it's just, you know, it's a tale as old as time being a WVU fan. Like people just want to bitch about everything all yeah, the time. The, the, the no, but, but, but when we win, oh, they're the biggest, biggest WVU fans of all time. But they can sit here and bash them the whole game on Twitter. But then we win. It's like, oh yeah, let's go Mountaineers. No, fuck you. I, I'm kicking you out. You're not. You're out of here. That's what I have to say. I, I agree. Fuck those people. Yeah. Fuck yeah, them. And, and I'm gonna make fun of a past guest real quick, just because 
He's got a big nose and he's fun and his voice is like, oh, fuck, yeah. He, he, he literally tweets, WVU so soft, LOL. And then 30 minutes later, he goes, Western Kentucky had some dudes on the other end. I'm like, bro, you're literally just contradicting yourself right now. Like, if they have dudes on the other end, then obviously we will struggle down low. I mean, that Bassey dude was yeah, ranked good. in the top seven of the recruits coming in two years ago, and then he got hurt. He, he was, like, right behind Zion in the rankings. So, I don't know, Chance. Maybe I just wanted to bring you up. Maybe I just wanted to let people know whose Twitter it was that tweeted back at that person that tweeted about Bob Huggins. If you want to find that tweet that I might be talking about, maybe Chance was the guy that was tweeting back and forth with the guy. So maybe you can go find that tweet. If I'm you hunt- want. I mean, I'm hunting ba- this guy. Bassey is very, very, very good player. He's an NBA player. So it, it shouldn't really shock people what he was doing. I will say WVU is not soft at, at all. all. They played yesterday. They had a little, they had a few moments where they played lazily. And I just think that's beginning of the season stuff. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's stuff that you yeah. need to fine tune. Uh-huh. And as the season keeps going, they're going to know that they're going to show up for a Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. The, the kids, they aren't stupid. They had some lazy moments. It's early in the season. Like you said, we had, we had no scrimmages to start the season off shit like that. It's all stuff that's going to get fine tuned and they'll only continue to be better. That's a, it's a good team. People that are saying that they're no better than last year's team. I think you're nuts. And I I, I do want to bring up also because I completely forgot. I just thought of it. And I know you guys probably have as well. What a move by hugs from literally seeing that Tennessee got dropped out of that Jimmy V classic while he's watching ESPN. And he literally called ESPN or whoever he had to call. And he's like, we're in like, we want to play this game. And it wasn't even a couple hours and, we're in, and we're it's playing a, the number yeah, one team I in mean, the country. What a move. It's an alpha move. It is an alpha move. It's what it is. It's yeah. little things like that that make you, like, shake your head at people who are like, Huggins needs to be fired. Right. Like, I, I know. He's but got, I will, he's got balls is what he has, and sometimes so it can backfire, but – I'd rather a guy have balls than be a fucking pussy like Dan Dakich. You play to win the game. He's got a huge set of nuts on him, that guy. Yeah. I'm super excited. Already this early in the year, having a a matchup like that, like I'm going to have that feeling like getting prepped for that game when the game comes on. I'm going to have that feeling of like late fast, like late in the season basketball. Like I'm hyped up for this game. Yeah. And let's not forget they just whipped Kansas's ass. So Dude, this is I a know. huge level. They did. They they beat Kansas pretty handedly. I was kind of shocked by that. I thought it was going to be closer. Good man, Gonzaga is very good. So re- real quick before we circle circle it around, tighten it up. Circle if anybody shirt. has to say anything, I just want to go around real fast. Czar, who's your who's your favorite player right now? Right now on the team. Who's probably your your favorite guy that you get pumped when he's in and scores the most? Uh, I think it's it's pretty easy. I, I'm gonna have to say McBride. Okay, JT. Um, my the player I always like the best is always kind of the same player throughout the years. My favorite player is Gabe Osibuyan. Okay, I like he's Gabe. A, I mean, he's a hustler. He, does the he goes dirty after work. the yeah. He goes after the ball. I mean, he scores a few points. He probably I don't know how many exactly. He probably had like eight points yesterday 
you know, he, he's a hustler. I always love the hustler, so I'm going him. Yeah. <clears throat> Take, have you been watching it all yet or no? Uh, I don't think I've watched since like Kevin Pitsnoggle's been there. So I'm going to say Pitsnoggle if he's still there. Pitsnoggle, baby. <laughs> he's still there. Great Super pick. senior. Super I, senior. I think right now my favorite player is Taz Sherman. I, I don't know. Dude, he's got that. He's got the confidence where he'll pull up in your face. He'll go down low. Crazy acrobatic layups. And I, I feel like any lineup that's out there when he's on the court, I just feel like they're better because I know McNeil can shoot. McNeil can get his shot. He, he, you know, just like anybody, he's struggling. It's early on. People haven't been playing, but he, he's still hitting big shots. But I, I, I think for me, it, it's just Taz because Taz has that down low layup game right now. But when Taz and McNeil are on the court at the same time and they're both even having an average game, or, or getting hot, that's what I'm going to say watch out because you know Culver's going to eat every week. You know Gabe's going to be down there banging and clanging. And Deuce is that guy. He is that dude. I'm very excited to see where this season goes. Deuce is awesome, and I, I agree with you. I like that lineup where you got McNeil and uh, Sherman out there at the same time. It's exciting. But it, it just it, but it also brings me back just real quick to what I said. I think we talked about it on the pod before the season started. My X factor was – was Matthews and he's still my X factor, dude. If he, if he can play, like I think he can play, mm-hmm. then we're scary. Good. Yeah. Cause I, and, I will, I think he kind of regressed a little bit last year. And yeah. I don't want to see that happen again this year. Even if he, even if he's like not taking his big time freshman year shots where he was shooting a lot more, as long as he's hitting the shots he's taking, regardless if that's five shots a game, two shots a game, 10 shots a game. And he, he, his length dude, when he's shooting, it's very noticeable when he's on fire, he's playing much better defense also. So I'm yeah. very, very he, excited. He, Cause he's one of the ones I thought kind of looked like he was playing a little lazily out there yesterday. I mean, he had that bad pass and everything, but, but I think he's, he's a dude like his freshman year, not only was he shooting well, dude, he he drove a few times and was, like, just punching on people. Mm-hmm. Slamming, bro. Like, I know he can play that well, and I really hope we get to see it this year. Yeah. Well, I think it's about that time, fellas. Um, here we are back, another Skype edition. You know, very, very, very fun to do these, but I can't wait till we're all back in the studio together. Make sure to t- check out Honey Baked Ham in St. Clairsville. Use the code JUICEBOX at checkout for 10% off your order of $25 or more. Ends December 31st, so make sure to get your meats now. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JuiceNixon underscore. Make sure to listen to TTP um, every Wednesday or Thursday mornings. Kind of been bouncing back and forth. And just make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, that's about it. Fans are great. Let's keep fucking rolling. Yeah, shout out WV Basketball Team 3-0. and uh, We will give you guys little updates probably each week on them. And you can catch me at JTNixon underscore on Instagram. That's JTNixon underscore on Instagram. I'm on the Juicebox Podcast Twitter. That's at the Juicebox Pod. That's at the Juicebox Pod. Go to the JuiceboxPod.com to read some blogs. If you're you know having a little rough day and you want a nice little, nice little pick-me-up, go ahead, JuiceboxPod.com. I'm on the Juicebox Podcast Facebook. Um, 
I've been a little lazy on Facebook, so I apologize for that. Uh, follow us on Facebook, the Juice Box Podcast. We are not the Diabetes, the Juice Box Podcast. Yep, yep. <clears throat> uh, shout out our guy Furion out in way out west, opening Pokemans for us and stuff. Um, shout out Furion's Pokemans and uh, Wicked Games as well. And you can catch me at Tiggy Nation at T I G G Y N I T I O N on Twitter <laughs> and on Instagram at Money the Bank Tigs. Uh, yes, uh, I am on Twitter. Well, I'm sorry, I'm on Instagram right now. Three one one. Just my personal account. I'm trying to get everything uh, fixed back up. I I also have a Instagram Pokey That's just for uh, Pokemon card content though. But if you want to check that out, check it out. And then I'm on Twitter tweeting about all things at PokeZar. That's Z A R. Z's and zebra, A's and apple. Are you still wearing your fat pants, pussy? R as in Reebok. Don't get it twisted. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Just say I'm not the baddest bitch you like. <laughs> it ain't my fault.